many are getting weak, many are failing, and many have fallen in their faith. Learn how to become an overcomer in this end time through the anointed teachings of Pastor Ebenezer Okronipa. Pastor Ebenezer Okronipa is an emerging voice and a leader in this end time movement of faith. His message centers on faith, the Holy Spirit, and the realities of the new creation in Christ. He is the senior pastor of Overcomers Nation Church and president of Ebenezer Kronipa Ministries in Accra, Ghana. Become inspired, empowered, and enlightened as you listen to the life-transforming message of God's word through his special servant. And now, today's message wherever you are just lift up your voice we're gonna bless him now give him some praise give him some glory robo shatalababaya for there is a way that's made right unto a man but the end thereof are the ways of death so if we are alive today it has just been the ways of god the wisdom of god the grace of god will you lift up your voice everybody will you lift up your voice in the mighty name of jesus christ we want to lift up our voice and we are praying even one more time into this month of august uh, the bible says that have you commanded the morning since thy days and i uh, have had the day spring to find its place that it will shake out the wickedness that is in the day we are lifting up our voice and we are decreeing we're declaring that this month of august let every evil plotted against my life be cancelled in the name of the lord jesus Amen. christ Amen. and let this month become pregnant and give birth to great things in my life Amen. in the name of jesus will you lift up your voice lift up your voice lift up your voice right now Any evil plotted against your life, I may be annihilated. We cancel it, we come against it, we destroy it, we declare it's not prevail, it will not come to pass in the name of Jesus Christ. But this month shall be times and seasons of celebration for you. 
in the name of Jesus Christ. The month of uh, August is uh, the eighth month of the year, and eight is a number prophetically associated with new beginnings. With new beginnings, we are going to lift up our voice and we are praying for ourselves and we are praying for the church that let there be new beginnings in this church, Amen. new testimonies, Amen. new attitudes, Amen. new levels of commitment, Amen. new members, uh, and new dimensions of supernatural manifestations Amen. in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, Amen. the Son of the Living God. Lift up your voice, uh, lift up your voice, begin to talk to the Lord right now. by the wisdom of God who prevail in this world by the wisdom of God who start and establish new things that will remain in the name of Jesus Christ in the mighty name of Jesus Christ the son of the living God lift up your right hand right now say father in this month of August I declare new doors of favor of promotion of prosperity of miracles of testimonies they are open unto me they are open unto me on all sides in the name of Jesus say in this month by the wisdom that comes from above I will start and establish new dimensions new levels new stages in my life in the name of Jesus say in the name of Jesus in this month of August I declare any evil that prevail in my life up to now it comes to an end but rather I see and I declare new levels new dimensions new dimensions of grace increase in the name of Jesus say this month my life and my ministry is becoming relevant say by my life many shall encounter and know the Lord say in this month of August my life shall flow shall flow with the blessings of the Lord unto many in the name of Jesus say I declare say I declare every satanic stronghold that has engaged my life and my family this month of August no more no more no more no more but I'll walk in the fulfillment of the will and the grace of God regarding my life I declare that so will it be in the name of Jesus hallelujah somebody celebrate the Lord right now give the Lord some praise lift up your right hand one last time 
Say, Father, Father tonight, tonight I declare, I declare my, heart is open, my heart is open and my mind is ready, mind is ready. I'm to, be submitted to be submitted and to receive, and to receive the, word of God. the word of God. I declare, I declare by, the light by the light that comes from your word, my life shall continually shall continue be, upgraded. be upgraded and my life, and my life will certainly, certainly never be the same ever again. In Jesus' name. Someone shout a big amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus Christ. Can you take your seats in the presence of the Lord? Glory to Jesus. Precious Father, we are eternally grateful to you. Thank you for all that you keep doing in our lives. Every single day, the Bible says that this is the day that you have made, and we rejoice, and we are glad in it. And tonight, even as we are gathered in your presence, we are here to receive your word. We pray that you speak to us, minister to us, in clear terms that will be relevant to every area of our lives. And Father, let our lives be demonstrations of your testimonies of glory in Jesus' mighty name. Somebody shout a big amen. Oh, shout a big amen. This your amen lacks oxygen. Shout a big amen. amen. Hallelujah. Tonight, I just want to just share with you uh, the concluding part of a message I started a couple of weeks ago. Uh, and it is that the wisdom that works. The wisdom that works. The wisdom that works. I think two weeks ago, it was a Sunday. I started sharing with you on this subject. And uh, about a week or so later, I was with uh, one person who was in the church. And uh, as we were discussing, he, had tell, he was telling me certain decisions that he has made to upgrade certain areas of his life. And he said when he listened to the precepts and the words that were coming on that day, he knew that God did not want him to remain at the level that he was. So he had started taking decisions on how he can advance in life. Listen to me, instruction brings construction. Information brings transformation. A lack of information results in deformation. When you are not careful to heed instructions, your life will be destroyed. Your life will be destroyed. Nobody ever got up and made himself. No, we are made, we are made by the information that we receive. We are made by the things that we hear, the things that we see, the things that we accept as the knowledge by which we build our lives. In the book of Proverbs, chapter number 24 the bible says in the verse number three that through wisdom a house is built through wisdom a house is built by understanding it is established and the verse number four adds this part that is so beautiful he said by knowledge the rooms are filled with all precious and pleasant riches i'm reading from the new king james version of the holy bible he said by knowledge the rooms of the house which wisdom built which understanding established the rooms are filled with many pleasant many precious and pleasant riches other version says things you see if you don't if you lack information information is necessary for building of life information is necessary for stabilizing our lives the bible says that wisdom and knowledge shall be the stability of our days in the last days one of the things that we realize will be happening is that a lot of things will not be in the place or will not be placed as they should and for us to be able to walk in the wisdom of God, for us to be established in the counsel of God regarding our lives, knowledge and wisdom are necessary. Knowledge and wisdom are necessary. If we are going to 
do well and we are going to prevail in the will of god for our lives in these last days it is not about the things that we see around us but about the wisdom that we are able to navigate through life with in this year if you look at how even in ghana and across the world uh, economies are shaken societies now nothing is seems seems to be real the value of things we are not even able to rightly uh, assess because uh, so many things are happening and if you are if you don't function by a higher wisdom you will not be able to survive in this system You'll not be able to survive in this system, not in Ghana, not anywhere in the world. Many are going through excruciating pain and suffering. And uh, it, it, it's, it's on this note that I want to share, and let us understand, that I think I mentioned this on that Sunday, that it is not the lack of resources uh, that cause suffering in life. Listen, everybody has something to offer. Everybody has something that you can use to change your life. Unfortunately, we don't know how to use what we have been given. I saw, uh, I don't know whether it was a documentary or I read something about a certain gentleman uh, who was a struggling Nigerian teacher. Uh, and then he, he was barely surviving. He was barely surviving and wondering what he was going to do. And then uh, along the line, uh, 2020, COVID hit. And then he started uh, doing some skits or some videos or some something on, 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 on TikTok. And in what he was doing he did not even speak his face which looked lame was what he was using so he come out with an expression on his face and people come and laugh and laugh and laugh and on this uh, social media platform when people are laughing at you people are insulting you people are liking people are hating you whatever it is if you are monetizing your page it accrues to money onto you before the end of COVID, this teacher who was barely surviving had now become a millionaire. He had millions of followers on TikTok and Instagram. Millions of followers on TikTok and Instagram. He did not have a house by then. He did not have a car. He did not have money, but he had his face. He had his face. He had his face. He became so popular that even uh, uh, footballers, star footballers, star politicians, stars, uh, celebrities were now mimicking and uh, duetting his videos, duetting the thing that he was doing. He was doing. Everybody all over the world, especially those who are into social media, got to know his name. Got to know his name. This man was not suffering earlier, not because was suffering earlier, not because he had no resources, but he did not know how to use his face. His face. His face. I was listening to a short clip by one man who was uh, one uh, a big time uh, host of a, a certain TV show in the United States of America in Hollywood. And uh, when he, he when he was growing up, he had a lot of hair. So he had a barber who used to uh, trim his hair. He said that those days, whenever he goes to this barber for a hair, for to trim his hair or to cut his hair, the gentleman would, uh, would charge him ten dollars for every haircut. Ten dollars for every haircut. That's about eighty Ghana cities uh, in Ghana. Amen and amen. Child, I think I better go and start a barbering shop in America. <laughs> Glory to Jesus. Eighty Ghana per person. Ah, my God. A day I just need some five people. At least four hundred Ghana. I'm sorted for the for the week. Glory to Jesus Christ. <laughs> hey, I'm just thinking about it right now. Glory to Jesus. Mm? Hallelujah. So. 
eventually by the grace of God he also uh, went up in becoming a great movie actor and a great person in Hollywood now he was taking this gentleman with him uh, for his road shows whenever he's going and whatever now because of uh, taking him out of his uh, his shop and whatever he was doing whenever he gives him a haircut for each haircut he charges him thousand five hundred dollars thousand five hundred dollars and he cuts himself four times a week so he said just by uh, cutting his hair the guy was making six thousand dollars a week six thousand dollars a week unfortunately for this guy this man started going bald <laughs> the man he said the man nearly killed himself when he went bald the man nearly killed himself the guy was wondering what he was going to do he said he's going to go back to uh cutting of hair as at the time that he was making this presentation, that same gentleman, I was having four different uh, barbering salons, and I started two schools where he was training people on how to cut hair. What they have? Ability to cut hair. Ability to cut hair. So whoever, and he said, as at, the, yeah, as at that time that the, the presentation was being made, he was making $6 million a year. $6 million a year. Oh, what was he doing at first? I was causing him to do what get six thousand uh, dollars a, 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 a week. He was cutting hair. What was he still doing, which was causing him to make six million dollars in a year? He was still cutting hair. Listen, it is not an absence of resources. It is not an absence of things that you have or you do not have that makes people suffer in life. But it's an inability or we lack the wisdom on how to use what we have to change our lives. To change our lives. Ecclesiastes chapter 9 verse 11. I shared last uh, two weeks was that the scripture said, I return and saw under the sun that the race is not to the swift, nor the battle to the strong, neither yet bread to the wise, nor yet riches to men of understanding, nor yet favor to men of skill but time and chance happening to them all that is telling us that before god there's some level of equality some level of equality all of us have something that we can offer some may have more than others but it is not about what we have but it's about how we use what we have so that's why i'm sharing on the subject the wisdom that works why because wisdom is the ability to use what you have to get results it's ability to use what you have to get results. Whatever is small today can become big tomorrow. Nobody's hopeless. Nobody's hopeless. Look at this gentleman I just, I just shared with his story who had become a social media a celebrity overnight in less than a year. In a time when everything in the world, everything across the nations of the earth was shaken. He became a celebrity. He was a small time teacher, but now he had become a celebrity. He had become a celebrity. Everything that is small can become big. Everything that is small can become big. There's hope for your future. I said there's hope for your future. I said there's hope for your future. Listen, the struggle that we are going through is not because we lack opportunities, but our ability to see and to utilize the opportunities that God gives us. And it takes wisdom. It takes wisdom to be able to take advantage of these opportunities and change our lives and change our lives. Even in the ministry, not everybody, people are doing well at different levels, at different levels. And sometimes, and, and the, the whole issue is the same subject of wisdom, ability to use what is made available to you. 
ability to use what is made available to you. So what I'm sharing cuts across every plane of life, whether in terms of our finances, in terms of relationships, in terms of our uh, resources, in terms of building, in terms of any area of life that you can ever think about, wisdom is required. Wisdom is necessary. In Mark chapter 6, the verse number 2, the Bible says that when the Sabbath day was come, Jesus began to teach in the synagogue and many hearing him were astonished saying, from whence have this man these things and what wisdom is is this which is given unto him that even mighty works are wrought by his hands. So the people were astonished, were shocked at Jesus for two reasons. Number one, the miracles, the mighty power that was at work in his life. And number two, the level of wisdom that he saw being displayed in his life. The level of wisdom that they saw manifesting in his life was so startling that they saw that this was not worthy. In Luke chapter 2 verse 46 to 47, you hear a similar story. The Bible tells us that they were astonished at how Jesus was answering. There was something that was peculiar that marked Jesus out as different and that was his wisdom. Tonight, may the spirit of wisdom be implanted into your soul. May the spirit of wisdom come upon your life. May the spirit of wisdom be Begin to direct your ways in the name of Jesus Christ, the Son of the Living God. Wisdom is what builds or what establishes everything in the earth, according to the Book of Proverbs. By wisdom, God created everything that we see. We need to function by wisdom if we are going to function like God. The Bible says in the Book of Genesis, chapter number one, the verse uh, number twenty-six, uh, He said, "God, the Lord said, let us make man in our image and after our likeness in our." image means that God wanted us to look for him. After his likeness also meant that he wanted us to function like him. So the image is talking about the, uh, how we look and the likeness is talking about our functionality. So God wants us to function like him. Now, if God was able to bring things into creation by wisdom, then we can also create things in our lives if we can function by the same wisdom that God functioned by. By the same wisdom that God functioned by. Tonight, my, de- my deepest prayer for everyone over here is that you catch something that will change your life. Look, we have just started the eighth month of the year. That means that gradually the year is coming to an end. We have crossed half of the year. How is your life looking like? What have you been able to achieve? What have you been able to do with your life? Have your goals been met? Have you been able to achieve the things that you set out to? If you are not seeing much, then it means that you have to up your game. You have to up your game. And that means that go for wisdom. Go for wisdom. You realize that things are not operating or are going the way that you want them to go. Don't keep doing the same thing. Somebody said that it is madness to keep doing the same thing over and over again and accept, uh, expect that things will change you or expect different results. No, when you act in a particular direction, it is the same result that you keep getting until you decide to change the direction of your movement or the direction of your operations. The result of life will remain the same, will remain the same. So we need to look at what is working in our lives, what is not working in our lives, what can we do about what is not working in our lives as we have entered into this eighth month of the year. Don't let the month go by and the year go by and you are still not seeing any changes in your life. You can take charge of your life by taking advantage of the wisdom that God has available. Tonight, 
I pray for you one more time. Let wisdom be granted you in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God. Glory to Jesus Christ. Now, in talking about wisdom, it is also, I will also be quick to let you know that there are different kinds of wisdom. In the book of James, you study the chapter number 3, verses 13 to 18, you see the, the writer, uh, Bishop James or Pastor James, talking about two kinds of wisdom. He makes reference to wisdom that is from above and the wisdom that is from beneath. Let me read the verse 13 to the verse number 18 quickly to all of us so that we'll take note of something over there. There are many people parade themselves as wise men. There are many people parade themselves as men of great wisdom, but there's a difference in the wisdom that we are talking about here by the scriptures and the wisdom that many people parade themselves with. Somebody will end up uh, becoming a president by reading gain an election and he may say that oh he's a very wise man he has been able to outsmart everybody that is not the kind of wisdom we are talking about we are not talking about the destructive wisdom that causes evil to perpetuate no there's a wisdom that comes from god verse 13 says that who is a wise man so he starts uh, that section of scripture trying to explain to us who a, a wise man really is so by the end of this message today may you become a wise man may you become a wise woman in the name of jesus christ who is a wise man and endured with knowledge amongst you let him show out of good conversation his works with meekness of wisdom so the wisdom of god the wisdom that that wisdom that is truly wise is a is a meek kind of wisdom and that wisdom is accompanied with works who is the one that can come out and come and say that i am a very wise person he says that no let that person not say it let the person uh, uh, manifest it through the works through the works that come out of his life out of a good conversation whenever you see the king james using the word conversation over here it is not about talking no the word conversation over there is actually talking about way of life it's talking about conduct it's talking about conduct how you carry yourself about so conversation is talking over there is is the, the mannerisms of your life the habits that control your life so showing out of a good conversation meaning showing out of a good lifestyle certain works certain works so what you do with your life who are you what time do you wake up what time do you sleep what do you do in between what are the patterns of your life those are the determinants of your of your outcome listen it is no great vision that makes uh makes men successful it is great habits great visions can start you by having a great vision and not having consistency the other day we were praying and the lord told me something i think i shared it with the church that the problem with the church is not that we are not good but we are not consistent we lack consistency we lack consistency and when we lack consistency we will lack results even many years ago as a young uh, people in school we had a book called students companion and in students companion they were we were learning various english uh, uh words and synonyms antonyms homophones homonyms and all kind of things and we were learning also about proverbs and one of the proverbs that have stuck in my mind for many years is that a rolling stone gathers no moss a rolling stone gathers no moss what is moss moss is a kind of plant and uh whenever a stone or uh, 
wood or something has been there for a long time, it begins to grow on it. Now, science or even a little biology shows that whenever there's constant motion, this moss, this fungus is not able to grow on it, on on that surface. So, it says a rolling stone, a stone that is always in motion gathers no moss. In other words, if that stone is to remain at one place for long enough, most will gather on it. It is the same thing. It's a matter of consistency. It's a matter of consistency. If you can get the right path, get the right wisdom, and become consistent at it, it's just a matter of time. Your life will be celebrated. Hallelujah. So tonight, as I pray for wisdom for you, I pray for consistency as well. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God. So let's go to the verse number 14 of James chapter 3. Uh, let me start from the verse 13 again so we'll, understand, we'll get the context. Who is a wise man and endued with knowledge among you? Let him show it. Show it. Wisdom has been shown. Out of a good conversation, his works with meekness of wisdom. Uh-huh. But if you have bitter envy and strife in your hearts, glory not and lie not against the truth. Let's go on. This wisdom. So he spoke about if you have what bitterness, you have envy. Now he says that this wisdom, when you with this English is referring to what he said before. The bitter envy, the strife, the pride, the vainglory. And isn't that what we see even sometimes we go uh, we look and listen to some of our politicians? There's a lot of bitterness. One party comes and then they are lambasting another. When they see that one person is doing well, one the other party, somebody in that party is doing well, they are so envious. They are so envious. And yet these are our leaders whose wisdom, oh my goodness, isn't it amazing? When they go to parliament, do you know it's their wisdom that they are using to decide or uh, determine our lives? Where do you think we'll, go, we'll end up? Where do you think, what do you think the outcome of our lives should be? If it is being driven by bitter envies and strife and vain glory and pride and all kinds of works, evil works, fleshly works. So it is, it's one kind of wisdom. You know, among themselves, they can use those kind of propaganda and they can use it to take over nations, take over uh, economies, take over governments. But God is telling us something over here. He said that this is not the wisdom that comes from above. This is not the wisdom that comes from above. He said it is earthly, it is sensual, and it is devilish. So, immediately we realize that that there's a a classification of wisdom over here. There's the one that comes from above and the the one that does not come from above. So, the one that comes from above is what I'm calling divine or supernatural wisdom. And the one that does not come from above, I'm calling at least natural, sensual wisdom. Wisdom that that is inspired, one, by the senses what we see, what we feel, what we can touch, what we can taste. And it's amazing but even sometimes in the house of God, we realize that people are actually being driven by what they see, what they can sense, what they can touch, what they can feel. So, so a gentleman is looking for a wife and then he's looking at the outward appearance. What he can see, what he can touch, what he can sense, what he can smell. Glory to Jesus Christ. So, he said that this wisdom is ethical sensual and he said it's devilish there's a kind of wisdom that is inspired by demons i pray that god will cause us to escape this kind of wisdom in the mighty name of jesus christ and then he goes on saying for where envying and strife further describing this earthly wisdom there is 
is there is confusion and every evil work but the wisdom that is from above is first pure there's a wisdom that comes from above he said that that wisdom is first pure and and is secondly peace loving it is peaceable it is gentle it is easy to be entreated it does not sound like a politician <laughs> it actually sounds like it's a reverse it's easy to be treated full of mercy and good fruits without partiality and without hypocrisy verse 18 says and the fruit of righteousness is sown in peace of them that make peace there is a wisdom that comes from above listen when you are talking about the wisdom that comes from above it's talking about heavenly wisdom wisdom that is supernatural wisdom that does not follow the patterns or the or, or the operations or the systems of men it is called i call it divine wisdom i call it supernatural wisdom when you are endued with this kind of wisdom he said that you are always bearing the fruits of righteousness you are always bearing the fruits of peace shalom shalom you are seeing things things begin to change in your life the bible tells us about one time esther the queen who had become a queen by reason of supernatural favor the bible tells us that a time came when her people were going to be annihilated we're going to be destroyed and so Mordecai her uncle sends word to her that ah, Esther maybe you are in the king's palace for such a time as this there is this problem that your people myself and the rest of your people are having to face they want to kill us and the king himself has put a signet ring on it he has signed the decree that let all the jews in the province be destroyed you better rise and do something about it now when the message reached esther the first thing he started tackling it with was with the natural wisdom isn't it just like us that when God, after we have prayed and God has done something for us, or God opens a door, a miracle comes on our way, God gives us a job, and then all of a sudden we begin to function as though that job operating in that system is what is wiser than the wisdom of God. Now she was quoting the law to Mordecai, telling Mordecai that you know that nobody can go to the king unless that person has been invited and that if you go in with that invitation the king can order for your death for you to be killed now she was functioning by the wisdom of the law the wisdom of self-preservation is it and those are the sensual wisdom most of the time the decisions that we take are just so that we'll preserve and protect ourselves we don't want anybody to uh, uh, uh anybody to to, to 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 stress us we don't want anybody we are always trying to protect and preserve ourselves what will meet our selfish needs what will make us happy what will be good for us somebody says do you <laughs> do you feel happy be yourself do what is good for you do what is good for you do what is good so somebody even come to church and then we associate with those who are our mates those who are our friends those we know will say nice things about us those we know we form cliques in the house of god we form factions in the house of god these are my friends but these ones are my fellow church members these ones are my brothers and these ones are my sisters but these ones we meet every sunday 
is it because you know that if you are among the it's, it's just about how what will make you feel happy feel good but he says that that wisdom is not the wisdom that comes from above and he said that the orifice that wisdom always brings strife what is strife where there's always banter amongst people people have problems with each other oh i don't like the way he talks i don't like the way she dresses i don't like the way she opens her eyes when she's talking i don't like the way she closes her mouth when she, she should be opening her mouth so many different things one thing or anything can stress somebody anything can stress somebody glory to jesus christ so he said that that kind of wisdom it's a self-preserving esther was trying to protect herself say hey i should go and turn my head for cutting i should go and kill myself i know all of you also have a problem i know there's a situation ongoing but listen i cannot go and put myself on the line what was she doing she was functioning by earthly sensual wisdom the wisdom that does not come from above uh, the message was sent back to Mordecai. The Bible says that when they, he told her that, hey, if you don't do anything, God will certainly send deliverance, but you and your family will not survive. All of a sudden, time, I thank God for that. She decided to switch from the natural wisdom. You see, the wisdom that comes from God sometimes does not make human sense. When I'm talking about wisdom, don't think that I'm talking about craftiness craftiness sometimes we think craftiness is wisdom no i'm not talking about craftiness do you understand me sometimes wisdom can manifest as craftiness but no i'm not talking about that kind of wisdom there is a supernatural wisdom that is based on higher laws and higher principles the bible said all of a sudden she began to relate with a higher wisdom and said that hey all right let me move from the natural laws let me move from the wisdom that is from the earth let me move from the wisdom of self-preservation and let me go higher go and tell them that there is something that we sometimes do that seems to work and let us activate it right now engage in three days of fasting how can fasting go and change a law does it make sense doesn't make sense the fact that you are not eating doesn't mean that and you are not even going to writing out your 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 proposals and your plans to go and present to the king and to raise a case why this decree should be reversed but you are there starving not eating and saying that ah out of not eating something will happen and glory to god out of not eating something did happen something happened why because it was supernatural wisdom that had been activated divine wisdom that had been activated she decided to take away that sense of self-preservation at the end of the day as a result of that higher wisdom she be- she made greater impacts in life today when we talk about esther the greatest story that we spoke we speak about esther it's not that she became a queen but that she was able to bring deliverance to herself and to her people why she applied higher wisdom supernatural wisdom may that kind of wisdom be activated in your spirit i said may that kind of wisdom be activated in your mind may that kind of wisdom be activated in the depth of your soul in the mighty name of jesus christ the son of the living god when you apply that wisdom that comes from above you are able to make greater results but you see the thing is our ability to move from self-preservation our ability to stop thinking about ourselves for a moment because it looks risky hey if you don't take care who will take care of you why should you be the one who bear the risk for the rest why should you be the one who you see until you're able to break loose of that and you're able to decide get to a place 
then didn't you realize that the wisdom of God came to sacrifice himself for us? He lost self-preservation. I don't know, but I'm making a campaign that there's a higher wisdom that gives higher results. If we can lose the fear that comes from self trying to be to preserve our own selves, preserve our own integrity, preserve our own name. Oh no, 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 no. We cannot go and be working on somebody's dream. No, 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 no. Let them let me also go and work on my own. Oh, 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 very dangerous. Very dangerous. You are operating by earthly sensual and devilish wisdom, according to the scriptures. According to the scriptures, self-preservation can be one of the limiting factors that can stop a person from actually operating in the will of God. It may look like you are being wise, but according to the scriptures, you are not being wise. The wisdom of God came to die for us. The wisdom of God. You see, the greatest wisdom is that the, that the, that the spirit of God can initiate in the life of a person most of the time if not all the time it demands a sacrifice of yourself it demands you losing a certain kind of uh, regard for yourself or your personal well-being or personal preservation or personal protection to go out for others that is why in, in sharing with you i'll talk about soul winning because soul winning is is not self-preservation it's going out there doing something that will benefit others more than it will benefit you when you are looking at it from the natural perspective the wisdom that comes from above always take causes you to move out and to reach to others glory to jesus christ may divine wisdom be your portion i said may the wisdom from above be your portion in the name of jesus christ now i started sharing with you on four benefits of wisdom i'll just recap on the two and then i'll mention the next two uh before i and before i go on so the first benefit of wisdom that i spoke about is that the wisdom that is from above will put you on top in life and it makes a cane out of you it makes a cane out of you it makes a cane out of you proverbs 4 verse 7 and 8 wisdom is the principal thing therefore get wisdom is the first thing it's principal it's paramount so if you can apply that paramount wisdom it will cause you to become a paramount personality may that wisdom be your portion in jesus name Esther applied that wisdom look at what happened to her joseph applied that wisdom look at what happened to him he became he moved from a prisoner to become a prime minister that wisdom works my brother that wisdom works my sister as i'm sharing this word of god with you this word with you let there be an activation in your spirit let there be a desire in your heart that god give me this wisdom give me this wisdom give me this wisdom glory to jesus christ that wisdom can make a king out of you extra switch levels because it's switched from natural wisdom to supernatural wisdom joseph and daniel the same things all of these were prisoners of a sort and they became mighty people in the in the nations where they were why wisdom was working in them wisdom was working in them wisdom was working in them somebody you are going to start as the least in your company but by the spirit of wisdom you are going to be the most preferred you are going to become a manager you are going to start as the one who started late in life but by the wisdom of god very soon everybody will come to ask you how did you do it receive that grace upon your life yes it is possible you may be the youngest in the family but a, you through the spirit of wisdom you can get to a point where they will not have any meeting without your presence because they know that if you are not there things will not work it's a wisdom from god 
it is a wisdom from God. And you know, I thank God that many of us are not so old. I thank God as I look around, I see a lot of people who are, who are not even 30 years old. It means that if you can catch this wisdom quicker, by the time you get to 30, the achievements that your parents were never able to achieve at 30, you would have double, triple, quadruple them. Receive that grace right now. If you are about 30, by the time you hit 40, if Jesus has not come yet, you can attain results. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? You can move into higher echelons of operations that your parents will have never, no one in your family has ever operated in. The wisdom of God can make a king out of you. The wisdom of God can make a mighty general out of you. The wisdom of God can make you the star in your family. Oh, Let this wisdom be granted somebody listening to me now in the name of Jesus Christ. So it makes you, it puts you on top. Number two, the wisdom of God says for a defense and security. Two things according to the, the preacher in Ecclesiastes are able to preserve and secure a person. He said money is a defense. A defense means a means of protection, a means of safeguarding, a means of bringing security. He said money is a defense and wisdom is a defense as well. Ecclesiastes 7 verse 12. He said for wisdom is a defense and money also is a defense by the excellency of knowledge is that wisdom give a life to them that have it. So two things can protect you. Wisdom and money now if you don't have money make sure you have wisdom oh i say if you don't have money make sure you have what make sure you have what wisdom wisdom let's say there is god forbid but there is a war in ghana war in ghana maybe civil war and then there's a lot of unrest and then people are having to run out of the country to go and uh, seek asylum in another country and we get to that is when you see the depth and the height of our human corruption that is when you see people who are supposed to be saving the lives of people milking the people for money if you if you cross the border you have to pay you have to pay now, if you get to the border and you don't have money, you better be smart to. You should have something else that can cause you to escape. Glory to Jesus. And that is wisdom. <laughs> amen and amen. Wisdom. When trying times come, there are two things that you see come into play money and wisdom. Please never downplay money. Never say, oh, it's just money. It's not just money. It's the reason why somebody wake up at. 3 a.m. I remember some, I was driving uh, around around 2 a.m., 3 a.m., and I saw a woman who had just come out of her house. She had tied her cloth and she was carrying her basket. You could see that she was going to work. I said, where is she going? It's not even 3 a.m. She was going to work. What was she going, looking for? Money. Money. That some people are not even in church right now. They are not even in the house of God. Why? Money. I saw on one platform, one of the church platforms, and one person oh, I'm running late. Why? Because I'm engaged in some things at the office. What is, is the person who's looking for? Money. So never downplay money. Tell the person beside, never downplay money. Money is important. But money is more important than the food that you are thinking about. No, it's not just food. Food is not the only relevance of money. When, it, when, when difficult times come, that's when you see that money is important. Money is important. Money can save your life. Money can save your life. 
Money can say. There are many people who die in Ghana who shouldn't die. They shouldn't die. If their family had had enough money, they could have sent them out of the country. There are better healthcare systems that can save their lives. So money is important. May God give you a lot of money. May God help you to be able to make a lot of money. May money become so abundant to you that you don't calculate so much. You just are able to ask, release, pull, is done. Whenever there's something that you need to do, may you not become so stressed. How am I going to get the money? How am I? The, may God give you bank accounts that have millions in there. Receive it right now. You see, we, some, we, are, we find it difficult to even think in those terms. Say, hey, this is for a few people. No, you have to push yourself in there. Push yourself to be in that category. Push yourself. Is it possible that I can have $5 million? It's in your account. You have in several accounts. 500,000 here, 1 million there, 2 million there, 200,000 here. And when you put it together, ah, just in the name of Isabel, oh my God, 5 million just like that. Is it possible? Ah, is it possible? Is it possible that we can be sitting down simply like this and we're all listening to the word of God, but all of us are super loaded? Ah, is it possible? It's not that we are doing it, but we have it. Kadashaya, receive your grace right now. Mm. Money. Oh, look, we have to trust God to get to that dimension where people cannot cannot measure us by looking at our face. Because we are sitting there looking simply simple like that. And we are moving and shaking things. President, what do you think? Ah. The Bible said concerning the virtuous woman, she considered the field and buyed it. It wasn't saying that the, 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 the woman who is living a promiscuous life and trying to use bad means to get the virtuous woman, the virtuous the woman with values, she considered a field and doesn't go and cry and say, Hey, this field is nice, so hey, who is it for? No, she buys it. <laughs> It's that, it's that simple. God is empowering somebody like that over here. Are you the one? Receive that grace right now. Ah, Debbie. You can just look at this. Ah, I like this house. I don't like the building, but it's just the gates. Because of the gates, I'll buy the house. And then, you, and then what do you do? You buy it. My God, my God, my God. Somebody is receiving that grace right now. Are you sure you are receiving it? Take it one. Take it two. Take it now. Mm. Money. Oh, there was a certain man who bought a house here in Ghana, and then he and his family moved in three months, and COVID hits, and had the lockdown came. They said, "No, no, no, no. They don't where they are. They don't want to be there for that lockdown. But they have just bought another house at another part of the city, and then they moved from the house, and they went to stay in the house, and they've been there living there up to now. When they rented out the, the the house that they had been living for three months, and when the one who went to rent it when the way the bed was, when the children woke up and they didn't dress the bed, for it had been there that way." For three years, he didn't come out, come and check on it or anything. <laughs> because that other house, no, everything is also over there. Hey, my God, my God, my God! If you dare leave your boxer shorts in that other place, <laughs> you need to. <laughs> you say, "Oh, my shorts!" <laughs> but may God bring you to that place. 
where you have more and more and more in the name of Jesus Christ. Is this listen? Don't listen to those people. How many rooms can you sleep in at a time? Poverty is talking over here. Oh, he and the person is trying to infect you with ohiatitis. What are you talking about? Give a club of friends to Jesus. So money is a defense. Let me move quickly. So wisdom is a defense. Money is a defense. Wisdom can secure your life. Ecclesiastes 7, 12. You know, the Bible says in Ecclesiastes 9, you read from verse 14 to 16, about how a great army came against a small city. And the, the Bible says that the only way by which the small city, when, you know, in, in Bible days, when they are talking about greatness of cities, it's actually in terms of military strength. Their military capacity so they have a great army and the army alone was so great that it surrounded the whole city so the city in itself was surrounded by the army of the great nation and the city was the army of this of the army of the small city and the people so the army of the other city was even greater than the army of the small of the small city with this the, the army the army and the people together but about that there was a wise man a wise man in that small city uh, he was a poor wise man i told you if you don't like to have the money make sure you have wisdom he was a poor wise man that now there was found in it a poor wise man and he by his wisdom delivered the city so wisdom can bring deliverance he delivered the city so wisdom wisdom david escaped the sword and the spear of Saul and his enemies many times god david was wise one day, the enemies of David saw him. David knew that, no, this one there, the angel will not carry him out. All of a sudden, he began to behave like he was a madman. He began to behave like a madman. Hey, spitting all over the place. Look at this madman. They didn't know he had, just, he had just applied the wisdom from above. So instead of shooting him, killing him, they let him go. They let him go. Later, he came back and he killed them. What are you talking about? wisdom jesus there are times oh my bible says he slipped through them you see he preserved his life because he was wise may wisdom be your portion in the name of jesus christ number three wisdom makes you a builder it can it makes a builder out of you i read a scripture to you earlier proverbs chapter 24 verse 3 through wisdom a house is builded and by understanding it's established you want to build houses you see the other time i was just the lord was just bringing some things to mind and i realized i see that the god has given me a certain wisdom by the grace of god i don't like emptiness if you give me an empty house i'll feel it you give me an empty situation i, I would have to do something about it if you have a, a, a place, maybe you have an apartment or you have a room or something, and after three years, after two years, even after one year, the place doesn't have any improvement, you are not operating in wisdom. It's still the same. Oh, I don't have money. I don't have money. No, you don't have wisdom. You know, I hope you are getting, and I'm not saying that as an insult. I'm teaching, remember, I'm teaching you divine. So you may have natural wisdom, but the wisdom I'm talking about is I'm talking about higher wisdom. There's a wisdom that you lack. There's a wisdom that you lack. 
I share with you that it's not money that builds houses, it's wisdom. It's wisdom that builds houses. You lack a certain ability to use what you have. Sometimes you may even be making 500 cities. But out of that 500 cities, you can do certain things with your life. There's not much time to go into some details about practicalities of life. But you can build your life. Maybe you may not have all the suits in the world. But then you can get one or two suits or something that will fit into every occasion. Uh, maybe I don't have money, so every time I'm wearing slippers, I don't wear shoes. I cannot buy shoes. I cannot buy shoes. No, you have wisdom. You have wisdom. Let's see. Okay, so you cannot buy a suit, a shoe, a tie, and everything out of that 500 Ghana cities. But at least you can buy a shoe in the first month. And the second month, maybe you can go to buy a, a, maybe a jacket. What are you doing? You are improving yourself. By three, four months down the line, somebody will see you dressed and they'll say, Hey, Charlie, you there, you come town more. But no, you were building yourself gradually. Wisdom makes you a builder. Makes you a builder. Oh, you may not have been earning 10,000 Ghana cities a month, but then you're earning some 2,000 cities. You can, now there are so many facilities, so many opportunities available. You can locate a land. I can start doing some savings towards something that you are going to do. You see, wisdom that comes from above, it, it, it does not allow you to remain empty. It makes a builder out of you. Solomon received wisdom. And the Bible tells us that the man not only built the house of God, he built a castle and he built cities. He started building. That wisdom made a builder out of him. If you want to have a building, you want to have a house, you want to build something in life, you need wisdom. And I pray for you that that wisdom will be granted to you in Jesus' name. I prophesy anyone who is trusting God for a land before the end of the year, receive grace to possess it. Anyone who is looking to start building, receive the wisdom to start building. And you will build and you will complete that house in the name of Jesus. Why? The spirit of wisdom. The spirit of wisdom. It makes you a builder. It's higher wisdom. Let's read the scripture in 1 Kings chapter 9 verse 10. 1 Kings chapter 9 verse 10. Let's move very fast. 1 Kings chapter 9 the verse number 10. Glory to Jesus Christ. Is that? And it came to pass at the end of 20 years when Solomon had built the two houses the house of the Lord and the king's house. So, he built the two houses. Let's jump to verse number 19. 17 to 19. Verse 17 to 19. And Solomon built Gezer and Beth Horon, the Netta. Let's go on. And Balath and Tadmor in the wilderness, in the land. Let's go on. And all the cities of store that Solomon had. You see, all the names that I mentioned, they are not names of human beings. So they are names of cities that Solomon built. It starts by telling us that he built the two houses, two magnificent houses. The, the temple, the house of God, and then a beautiful house for the king. Apart from that, he was building cities. May God give you grace to build cities. Listen, God does not just want you to have a house. He wants you to have a city. Some of you must begin to think of building plazas. Having, oh God. When you think about land, don't just think about something for a single room self-contained or chamber hall or three bedroom. Start thinking about lands. Where you can have a shopping mall located here. You have three, uh, 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 an estate located at this other place. You can have a, a, a place where you go and do your waiting on the Lord. Easy. Think city dimension. 
Don't think small. The wisdom of God has big things. It has big things. Look at all the trees God created before man came. That tells you that God does not just think in what just enough for you to eat. He thinks in the more than enough, in abundant dimension. God is granting somebody grace right now. In the name of Jesus. Solomon built cities. Give me the verse number 24. Let me finish that. So that you, I just want to plant something in your spirit by the word of God. He said, But Pharaoh's daughter came up out of the city of David unto her house, unto a house which Solomon had built for her. Then did he build Milo. That was another city. So when he had finished, he was not building for the girls as well. What are you talking about? You better start thinking of how you are going to build for your daughter and build for your son and build for your wife and build for your stepmother and build for your, your, your mother-in-law and build for your mother and build for everyone in your family. Can you receive that kind of grace? Was it last year or this year? I heard about one great man in the country who in one, is it 50th birthday or so and he, was, he had built two houses for his two sisters. For his two sisters. Nice houses too. Fully furnished houses for his two sisters. My God. Grace is coming to somebody right now. Now number four, wisdom will bring you fame. Wisdom will bring you fame. The name of Solomon went everywhere. Why? Because of the wisdom that he was functioning by. The Bible says that Jesus' fame spread abroad. And it's because of the wisdom that he functioned by. Write this scripture first, Kings chapter 4, verse 29 to 34. So four things, four benefits that wisdom brings you. Number one, wisdom, what does it do? It puts you on top in life. Puts you on top in life. It makes a king out of you. Number two, it brings a defense. It protects you. Number three, what does it do? Uh-huh. It makes you a builder. It makes a builder out of you. And then number four, what does it do? It makes you famous. You want to be famous? Be wise. What did I say? Be wise. Let the wisdom of God function in you. Praise God forevermore. Now, three things that the wisdom of God or divine wisdom, supernatural wisdom entails. If you miss the whole message, don't miss this one. If you miss the whole message, don't miss this one. Wisdom, supernatural wisdom is living by the word of God. What does this wisdom that I'm talking about, how do you access it? What does it entail? Number one, living by the word of God. Matthew chapter 4 verse 4. And Jesus answered, he said, It is written, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeded out of the mouth of God. The word of God is the mass noun of his kingdom. When Joshua had taken over from Moses, wondering how he was going to fulfill his ministry, God directed him to the word. Joshua chapter 1, 7 to 8. Only be thou strong and courageous, that thou mayest observe to do according to all the law, which Moses my servant commanded thee. Turn not from it to the right or to the left, that thou mayest prosper whithersoever thou goest. This book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt observe to do according, thou shalt meditate on it day and night, and thou shalt observe to do all that is written therein he said that so shall thou make your way what prosperous and you shall have good success so the word of god until the word of god becomes your manual of life you can never operate in higher wisdom higher wisdom is not what to go and sit down and think 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 aha i will do this no i'm not talking about that kind of wisdom there's a wisdom that comes from the throne of god and it proceeds from his word all of these great people that I spoke about who were uh, manifesting wisdom they, in the Bible, they heard from God. So it said that you must live by everywhere that comes from the mouth of God. 
So it can affect every area of your life, your finances, your relationship, your health. A truly wise man is the one who intentionally decides to live his life by, from the perspective of God's word. You must ask yourself, what is God's word on this matter? What, what will God say regarding this situation, this decision that I want to take? Jesus gave us a, a, an insight into that in Matthew chapter 7. You study from the verse number 24 to verse number 29. I will start from verse uh, 25 by reason. I will start from verse 24. It, it's, the, the insight comes from there. He said that, Therefore, whosoever hears these sayings of mine and does them, I will like him to a wise man. We built his house upon a rock. So he said that, He whoever hears the word, I'm sharing the word of God with you right now. Are you hearing it? Now, are you going to build your life based on it? Are you going to do this thing that I'm saying? He said that when you do the word, then he will liken you to a wise man. So it means that even if you are not wise, everybody called you foolish. And you decided that, oh, I'm going to take the word of God and follow it step by step. God said that now you are looking like a wise man. Because God has his picture and definition and portrait of who a wise man actually is. The word of God... The word of God says that tight your way to prosperity. And then you decide that no, I want to use a different means. I want to use a different means. No. He's saying that you are not looking like a wise man because you are hearing the word but you are not applying it. Who hears these words of mine and doeth them? He said, I would like him unto a, who built his house upon a rock. And then he goes further to tell us that he that does not do it is like a foolish man. Verse 26, everyone that hears these things of mine and does them not shall be likened unto a foolish man who built his house upon the sand. Anything outside the word of God is sinking sand. I'm telling you, if the word of God tells us to live a holy life, decide that, don't think that enjoyment, enjoyment uh, in secrecy where nobody sees you is actually what is wisdom. You are not wise because, listen to me, there's nothing that is hidden from the eyes of God. There's nothing that is hidden. The fact that nobody sees it doesn't mean that it's not affecting life. It affects, you have sown into your life. You have sown into the atmosphere around you. And until you go to the Lord in repentance and ask God to help you and then decide to stop that thing and live according to the word of God, you are building your house upon the sun. Foolishness is working according to the sayings of Jesus Christ. So, you need to live by the word. Tell somebody live by the word of God. How do you accept the word of God? Your quiet time. Do you read your Bible? If you want to grow, if you want to grow, hallelujah, read your Bible, pray every day. It's not children's song, it's a life song. Read your Bible. Find out what God has to say concerning the matter. Marriage, finances, relationship. Go to the word of God. Go to the word of God. Go to the word of God. Push somebody beside you and tell, beside you and tell the person, go to God's word. That is wisdom. That is wisdom. So live intentionally by God's word. Look, and I thank God if you are in church tonight, it means that you have started. Because you are living by the word of God that says that I ah, do not forsake the gathering of the brethren. Somebody said that, oh, I have some more, a big meeting to be at that will make me big money, so I'll forsake the gathering of the brethren. He's not living by the word of God. On a humanistic level, he looks like he's just being smart. I saw on Facebook some somebody was talking about the Bible. Said, Look at the white man, you are with the white man's God. Who told you there's a white man's God? Now the white man's book. Do the Bible is a white man's book. This is a book of life. 
the book that has survived the test of time and has never been beaten and to never be beaten for as long as this earth shall exist the bible has proven itself over and over and over again the word of god will prevail glory to jesus christ what does this supernatural wisdom entail so winning proverbs 11 verse 30 amplified version the fruit of the uncompromisingly righteous is a tree of life. He who is wise captures human lives for God. As a fisher of men, he gathers and receives them for eternity. So if you are going to be wise in the eyes of God, listen to me. Soul winning can never, you can never dissociate yourself from soul winning. But you start winning souls. Oh, the, the wisdom of God, the presence of God, the directions of God begin to flow into your life. Then you realize that money begins to come. Resources begin to come. Seek first the kingdom of heaven and its righteousness and all these things shall be added unto it. The wisest way to make money is to be a, winner, a soul winner. Daniel chapter 12 verse 3. And they that be wise shall shine as the brightness of the firmament they that turn many to righteousness are the stars forever and ever listen to me even in this season when we are talking about winning our jerusalem when we talk about soul winning be a part of it find out what is going on if you think you cannot go on your own get involved get engaged don't be hard and dull of hearing what are you doing with your day be a soul winner tell somebody beside you be a soul winner and then number three what is this wisdom what does it entail number one i said living by what the word of god number two what is it number two what is it so winning number three living by the fruits of the spirits what are the fruit of the spirit love joy peace what what long suffering what gentleness what brotherly kindness yeah. what meekness what again faith what else temperance which is also, which also means self what control self-control when you are living and walking in love the bible says that you are a wise man you can go back to james chapter 3 verse 13 to 18 read from the amplified version when you get the time but it tells you that the wisdom that comes from above is pure peaceful easy to be entreated listen if you are hard it doesn't mean you are not wise so according to the bible the bible says those who are soft they are the ones who are wise pure peace loving easy to be entreated soft toned you are considerate won't you look at he said show them out of the meek and a gentle spirit won't you according to the scriptures please don't say somebody said that oh, uh, men of God are trying to break the people down so that they can control them. No. According to the word of God. According to the word of God. When you are gentle, easy to be entreated. Let's look at James chapter 3 again, verse 17. But the wisdom that is from above is felt of all pure, undefiled. Amplified version, please. It is peace-loving, courteous, considerate, and gentle. Oh, dear. Every time you cancel my, you'll be in Perekiki. Let me saw. Let me saw. 
You see, you are not wise. You see, you are not easy to be treated. You are not wise. You are not wise. Whoever taught you that has taught you sin has taught you foolishness. So get yours, considerate, gentle. It is willing to yield to reason, full of compassion and good fruits. You can see somebody in pain, you know, Achiala. No, Achiala is not a wise response to that situation. Oh, brother, what are you going through? Ah, what's your name? Because you don't even know the name, but then you care about the situation. Compassionate. Compassionate. Full of good fruits. He said, it is wholehearted and straightforward, impartial and unfeigned, free from doubts, unwavering, and insincerity. Glory to Jesus Christ. That is walking in love, walking in the fruit of the recreated human spirit. This is wisdom. This is wisdom. In a world where deceiving people and taking advantage of them. Look, now I'm getting to a certain place where I don't worry too much about certain things. Because, see, if you think you are taking advantage of me, no, you are not. You are not. Eventually, you see that you, have, you are playing the fool. You are playing the fool. Because when you are doing that, I'll be functioning in the wisdom of God. Be loving, be considerate, be uh, show compassion. You know, sometimes people come and even say certain things because they know that when they say that you, you have compassion and you give them money and you think they have been smart. No. And when I do that, I'll keep getting greater and greater and you still remain where you are and even get smaller and smaller. And every time you keep coming back to me, everybody who has ever cheated me, they keep coming back to me. Some of them don't know that I know that they have cheated me. And then I have learned a principle from the word of God that my greatness is not self-made. They're just following the precepts of God's word. Some of them may seem as though I'm losing, but at the end of the day, these same people who I thought they were cheating me, they come and do certain things, and they'll keep coming and coming and coming until they change their ways. Then God will have compassion on them, help them, bless them, and soon their also capacity begins to grow so they become independent and start helping other people. It's the principle of God's kingdom. You cannot change it. And nothing else will work. Nothing else will work. Don't go and be, join any group of thieves in the office or anywhere. You are sinking your destiny. You are sinking your destiny. Tonight, may God grant you access to the spirit of wisdom. I said, may God grant you access to the spirit of wisdom in the name of Jesus Christ. Three ways by which you can access, or four ways by which you can access the spirit of wisdom. Number one, meditation. Joshua chapter one, verse number eight. Write it down meditation meditation number two impartation hands can be laid on you so tonight if you want the spirit of wisdom you can come and lay hands on you joshua received the spirit of wisdom after moses laid hands on him deuteronomy chapter 34 verse number nine impartation number three connecting with the anointing in you christ in you the spirit of god in you he teaches you all things. First John chapter 2, verse 20. He says, We have an unction from the Holy One, and you know all things. Verse 27 says, But the wisdom which you have received, the anointing which you have received of him abides in you. And you need not that any man teach you, but as the same anointing teaches you all things, and it's truth, and it's not a lie. 
first corinthians chapter 1 verse 30 but of him are you in christ jesus who of god is made unto us wisdom so there's wisdom in your spirit by reason of christ in you can you access christ how do you access him your fellowship with the holy Spirit. your fellowship with the holy spirit accept that anointing with him your fellowship with the holy spirit when you are going to do something and you need wisdom holy spirit what should i do dear lord what do you think we should do have fellowship with him and then finally prayer 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 james chapter 1 verse 5 if any man lack wisdom let him ask of god that give it to all men liberally and abraded not and it shall be given to him when you ask god for wisdom that god i know there's a wisdom your wisdom concerning this situation right now i don't really know what to do about it show me what to do the lord will begin to speak to you he'll give it to you tonight i pray for you if prayer can bring wisdom i pray for you now may god give you the spirit of wisdom may god give you guidance on concerning every issue of your life may you come out on top the head and not the tail may your results show forth the wisdom of the spirit in the name of the lord jesus christ i see the wisdom of god coming upon somebody in your business in your relationship in every stage and area of your life in the name of jesus christ as you abide by and function by the word of god the works will show for it the results will manifest in the mighty name of jesus christ the son of the living god God. somebody shout a big amen and celebrate the lord right here hallelujah the wisdom of god the wisdom that works the wisdom that works that wisdom will produce results in your life uh, it is that wisdom that tells us that when we lay hands on the sick they will recover doesn't make sense to the natural man but it works it works it works listen maroshake satan any situation that has died in your life life is coming any situation that has, you feel like giving up on don't give up don't give up don't give up i hear a sound in my left ear or my right ear that to some to tell somebody don't give up don't give up don't give up seek the wisdom of god on the matter seek the wisdom of god on the matter look at that woman the bible tells us shall we on our feet that there were two women who gave birth to two their children around the same time the bible said that one woman slept so badly she slept on a child and crushed the child and the child died she woke up in the middle of the night finding that her child was dead she took her sister's uh, living child placed her by her side and put a dead child by the side of her sister and when they woke up the lady examined the dead child and said this is not my child the one that you are carrying is my child the bible says that the dispute was so sharp that they went they sent the matter to solomon what did they do they went to consult wisdom and the, the bible says that king solomon said that because we are all fighting over a dead and a living child just so that there will be peace let us cut the living one into two and the dead one into two and all of you take half half you know to the to the woman who had the whose child the living child was a child that died to her was dead and then she took the matter before wisdom and at the end of the day the one who was dead in her mind came back to life she received her living child back why wisdom prevailed tonight that wisdom of god is going to bring life into every day situation say in the name of jesus say father tonight as i pray 
and I partake in the Holy Communion. Let the wisdom of the Spirit fill my heart in the name of Jesus. Lift up your voice right now, begin to pray. Lift up your voice, begin to pray. Let's bring the communion quickly. Let's move quickly. The Spirit of God wants us to partake in this communion right now. Come on, lift up your voice and begin to pray for the Spirit of Wisdom. Begin to pray for the Spirit of Wisdom right now. Begin to pray. Begin to pray right now. Oh, look at your life. What do you want to see in your life? You need wisdom from above. You need the wisdom of God. Come on, lift up your voice and pray. Lift up your voice and pray now. Lift up your voice and pray now. Mandala Baba Shata Labrada. Ribalo Shetelebrianda La Vika. Zaberuna Shatelebriando Lobos. Halibo Sabranda Baba Shatagadagadan. Zibala Baba Shandalabaya. We declare that emblems are blessed as we partake in them. We partake in the grace of God. In the name of Jesus. Come on, chef. Everybody, everybody keep praying right now. Keep praying for the spirit of wisdom. Pray right now. Pray right now. Pray right now. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. The Bible said the Lord Jesus, in the same night in which he was betrayed, he took bread, and after he had broken it, he said, This is my body that is broken for you. He said, As often as you partake in it, you remember my death until I come. And the Bible said he broke it and he gave it to them, and they did it. The Bible said, after the same manner, he took the cup. After he had blessed, he said that this cup. Is the new testament in my blood is the new covenant the new relationship that we have with the father through the blood of jesus christ tonight as we partake in this let there be a restoration of our love for the lord in the name of jesus christ the son of the living god father we thank you in the name of jesus now partake in the bread right now partake in the bread eat it all eat it all and then take the wine, drink it all, and after that, just begin to worship the Lord right now. Just begin to give Him praise you for the next one minute. Just worship Him right now. Forever change. You are the Lord. You remain the same. You never, you will never. Lift up your Tight in this special offering, lift up your hand. The ushers will locate you with a right hand right now. You are the Lord, Father. We send this offering by the anointing of the Holy Ghost as we give and receive the blessing of your word in the name of Jesus. Go ahead and give. Go ahead and give. Go ahead and give. 
sing this special offering. Come for let me pray with you. Lord, you are the Lord. In the law, in the old covenants, God considered Titan to be so important that anybody who defaulted, you know what they asked for? They asked that you, you pay the tithe back by pay with a compensation of 20% of the tithe. That's how God considered the tithe. And because it's something that is so important to him. And as you are partaking, you are honoring the Lord with your tithes today. May the focus that God gives to tithes come upon your life. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Lift it up. In the name of Jesus. Say this after Say, Father, thank you for blessing me. Out of this blessing, I honor you with my tithes. And I receive the blessing of your word. My life will never be the same. You are the Lord. In the name of Jesus Christ. You remain the same. You will never, you will never, ever change. You are the Lord. You are the Lord. You remain, you remain the same. Hallelujah. Somebody give a clap offering to Jesus. Oh, I said give a clap offering to Jesus. God bless you.